0: Gliding shapes that violate every law of nature It's the Horrorphoria Podcast How can I help you? John Richards
1: and Andy Gillie are talking everything and anything horror movies Welcome to the Horrorphoria Podcast It is Friday, October 18th, episode number 33 Broadcasting live from our anthologic, Logic An- studio. anthologic? Yeah. anthologic studios in Wausau, Wisconsin <laughs> I'm John Richards and
0: Andy Gilly here with you again. Getting close to Halloween. Oh,
1: it is getting really close to Halloween. Uh, I, I saw something interesting yesterday. Uh, finally got around to watching El Camino. Were you a big fan of Breaking Oh yeah. Bad?
0: yeah, I was a huge fan of Breaking Bad. Watching from the pilot episode on.
1: Yeah, I, I won't. If you haven't seen it, I won't yeah. spoil it for you. But uh, it's like a two-hour-long Breaking Bad episode, which okay. was really good.
0: Huh. I heard it's really good, so. I thought that Breaking Bad was just perfect, and I don't want to know anything else about that universe. So I'd I'd never watch uh, Better Call Saul, because I just feel like uh, it'll almost be like... You know, I, I really like the Matrix, and then the Matrix Two and Three came out, and they it just made the, it just kind of denigrated the Matrix the Matrix One. So I, I, I'm afraid that's going to happen with the rest of the stuff. I don't so. think
1: so. I mean, to me, <laughs> Better Call Saul is actually a great
0: spoof yeah to it. So, yep, I mean, Sarah watches it, and she's like, "You need to watch." it. I'm like, "No, the story was just perfect. I don't want to know anything else. I, right I just I, I think it ended perfectly." So
1: what have you guys been watching? Because I know this entire month you do nothing but horror movies.
0: Yeah, so actually not a whole lot because I'm I'm doing some renovations on my house and my movie room is kind of torn apart right now oh, so uh i actually had to watch trick-or-treat on my uh, android pad <laughs> so wasn't <laughs> the uh, greatest uh, uh sarah's been watching some stuff upstairs i should ask her what she's she's actually watching i'm uh doing a lot of home improvements so <laughs> we're going to a halloween party next week though so okay. um so it should be fun we're getting into the spirit
1: oh well, that's cool mm-hmm. uh, what are we looking at for
0: uh horror movie news horror movie news Fred Durst the Fanatic, starring John Travolta and Devin Saha, comes to Amazon Prime next month. I know you're looking forward to this one. Oh, man. Not I am oddly interested in it, actually. Travolta's hair is really reminiscent of most of the other guys in the Wassa West weight room when I was in 10th grade. <laughs> So uh, I could probably say I never had a mullet, but uh, I, you know how much I like terrible horror movies. So yeah, this would be an interesting it, one.
1: It's kind of a stalker film, right? Yeah,
0: it's about a, it's a, a stalker film exactly. So it's apparently based on a, an experience Fred Durst had okay. with a fan, um, and it sounds like uh, he he was. Uh, supposed to meet this guy or something and things didn't go the way the guy uh wanted them to go and he ends up just kind of stalking him through uh throughout the rest of it so i don't know we'll see amazon prime next month maybe we can go uh we'll get to see danzig's uh, Verotica soon and uh, this one and that one can duke it up for which uh which is the worst movie we've ever uh ever reviewed
1: true but also coming
0: out or out on video on demand now Three from Hell. Oh, is it really? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's already on video and demand, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm thinking that the, compared to the fanatic and Veronica, Verotica, the the that three from Three that from Hell is gonna actually we should watch these two first, and maybe we'll have a new appreciation for Rob <laughs> it Zombie. Might
1: be the masterpiece.
0: Yeah, it could be. <laughs> All right, Doctor Sleep, releasing November eighth, is getting a sneak preview from Fandango and Warner Brothers on October thirtieth. You can see The Shining Sequel a day before Halloween at about 400 theaters worldwide, uh, nationwide. And I believe uh, some of our local theaters here might have it. Really? Because uh, Marcus Theaters, uh, which is the theater chain that in, in our area here, yeah. they are participating in this. So oh, my God. might get to see it a little early if you want.
1: You say that's on, a day before
0: Halloween? So, Not yeah, uh, October 30th. Uh-huh. Uh, they will be having a sneak peek at it. You'll be able to see it. Uh, in about 400 theaters uh, courtesy of fandango and Warner brothers so uh and then it releases uh everywhere november 8th
1: okay i'm wondering if we maybe we should switch things around if we can get to it maybe we should watch that and
0: review it (laughs) i don't know that i'm going to get to the theater but we could talk about that oh we'll get to see it yeah all all right uh David Duchovny of The X-Files and Red Shoe Diaries, if you remember that one, will be, ju- <laughs> we'll be joining the, the cast of Blumhouse's reimagining of the 1996 uh, teen witch movie, The Craft. So oh, they're, they're really going they're through with doing that? doing that again, yeah. Duchovny joins Kaylee Spaney, uh, Gideon Adlon, Lovey Simone, Nicholas Glatzine. Uh, those guys have already been announced as the cat, uh, cast members for the film. And uh, now apparently David Duchovny is uh, going to be a part of it. Uh, the uh, I
1: love Blumhouse, but come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: there are a lot of these reimaginings and reboots uh, going on these days. I don't know. Um, as we mentioned, the Lighthouse and Zombieland double tap in theaters today. Yes. So, yeah,
1: very uh, well, yeah. not,
0: not for not, the for like, Lighthouse, probably. Yeah, the yeah, Lighthouse. I,
1: Just because <laughs> you know the guy that did The Witch. Uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I can't. I'm drawing a blank, one. but yeah. the, the Witch was brilliant. Uh, I'm very excited about this. The fact that it's all in black and white, it, yeah. it excites me a lot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's getting some real good uh, uh, preliminary uh, uh, word on it. I'm trying to look up the guy's name while I'm talking here, and I can't do two things at once, obviously, but uh, uh, Robert Eggers. That's it. So, That's yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be very good. Yeah. So we'll see. Kind of a uh, psychological horror, it sounds like. Um, And I think that's about it for uh, horror movie news today. You got some trivia? I do have trivia. Awesome. All right. Director Michael Doherty is no stranger to holiday-themed
1: horror movies. What was the 2015 holiday-themed horror movie did he direct?
0: 2015 holiday-themed horror movie did he direct? Um, I believe
1: it's one you've seen.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Um,
1: It's not Halloween. It's holiday.
0: Yes. uh, I'm thinking... uh, uh a Christmas horror story? Very close. Okay. Krampus. Krampus, okay. I love that movie. That was yeah, a great you, movie.
1: You you rave about it. Yeah, Krampus. So he actually <laughs> yeah, That directed was actually
0: that. good. That was a good movie too. I like Trick or Treat. Uh spoiler alert, but uh <laughs> but uh that was a good one too. So my horror movie trivia also uh Has to do with Trick or Treat. Brian Cox, who stars in Trick or Treat as the creepy Mr. Krieg,
1: Krieg, uh,
0: starred in this horror, starred as this horror movie icon before the actor most associated with that particular horror movie icon in a 1986 movie called Manhunter. Do you know who? So Brian Cox starred as a very famous horror movie. I uh, know know who it is. You do? Okay. Uh, Do tell.
1: Um, gosh, it's, it's right there. It's right there. It's a uh,
0: uh, uh, um, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, before Anthony Hopkins played him, uh, Brian Cox played Hannibal Lecter in the movie Manhunter in 1996. I really like Manhunter. I, it's that was uh, great. Yeah, it's the best use of Iron Butterflies in a God of Vida, <laughs> for sure. And uh, it's actually, in, I think it's in some ways uh, superior to Red Dragon, uh, which really tells the same story. Oh. yeah
1: that is yeah they kind of reimagined it with, yeah with, with anthony hopkins, uh, anthony hopkins,
0: and, hopkins yeah. and i think Lecter played a lot more prominent role and i guess uh, in manhunter he's just you know it like in the book uh if you've ever read the book uh red dragon lector is just kind of uh, he, the the guy goes to talk to him about what's going on and insulting kind of a consultant like he is yeah. in silence of the yeah Lines, absolutely he's, he's not behi-
1: behind bars in that
0: movie right right yeah Uh, so, uh, it's, uh, he has a lot more prominent role. They used Anthony Hopkins in uh, Red Dragon a lot more than, uh, Brian Cox in Manhunter. I think he's got one scene, but it's, uh, he's actually not a bad, bad lector. He's, I'm not going to pretend that he's better than Anthony Hopkins because Anthony Hopkins is a much better one, but, uh, yeah.
1: Excellent. So So we, um uh, uh, before we get into this, uh, this is your spoiler alert. We're going to talk about this movie in its entirety. So if you don't want to know the ending of it, pause the podcast, go watch this movie, and then come back to us. Um, Andy, I yeah. haven't seen this movie since 2013. It actually came mm-hmm. out in 2009. And re- like, like, recalling some of the movie, I, I remember really enjoying it mm-hmm. and going back and watching it again. I enjoyed it even more the second time around.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I, I, the first time I saw it, I really enjoyed it too. I I liked it. I think. Uh, well, we'll talk about it, and I could tell you some things that that bothered me about it. Oh, but, sure. Uh, it, yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah. Overall, I think it's a really good movie, and uh, we'll get to our rating at the end, of course. But okay, we're uh, talking, of course, about trick, trick or treat. Or, trick R treat. Just trick with an R, and then treat. It's an anthology movie. It is. Uh, Anthology is kind of a staple of horror. You don't, I think they're really rare outside of the genre. It's
1: it's hard to do an anthology to bring things together for your enjoyment. I I, I I found that a lot of them just swing and miss. Oh, yeah. Not not that there's not a great effort.
0: Right. Like you You, said, ABC's a death. You really hated that one.
1: I just think they they went, of what I can imagine, of what a Serbian film was.
0: Sure. Okay. I think that's what they were going for. Okay.
1: Um, But, you know, like uh, one like VHS 2. Yeah, really enjoy that one. VHS yeah, that one,
0: mm-hmm. great. This one, mm-hmm. fantastic. So go ahead. Yeah. here's our. Semantics. I mean, I get well. Oh, just let's talk about anthologies a little more because I I can I can only think of horror. Like I can name all sorts of horror anthologies. Like I said, VHS, All Hallows Eve, where you saw the first appearance of Art the Clown. Mm-hmm. Um, Tales from the Hood, even, and, and then Creep Show was Creep Show. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Four Rooms is the only non-horror anthology I could even think of. I mean, yeah. I can't think of any other non-horror anthologies, really. They, they just don't make them. Anthology horror is just the genre for that you see this kind of film in.
1: Yeah, that's true. I I, I can't really. Yeah, Four Rooms is the is that the Tarantino? Yeah, one? it's like
0: a Tarantino. I think he and Robert Rodriguez directed one of them. Yeah, like they had four different directors and there were four stories. Anyway, uh, anyway, I just wanted to mention that. I just thought that was kind of interesting as I was watching this. That you just. You don't see this outside of the horror genre, like a, a movie with a lot of. And, I, and I'm, yeah, I'm sure that there are more than four rooms. I'm, I'm sure that you know, uh, people could correct us online and find ten thousand. But just <laughs> off the top of my head, without looking on the internet, that was the only other one that I think I've ever really seen. Yeah, I, I'm
1: rocking my. You're right. Yeah, I, I think it is like very much a, um, a horror movie genre. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, exactly. So anyway, Trick or Treat does follow that the uh, 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 anthology format and uh, does what these movies usually do by trying to tie all the stories together a little bit right so as far as our synopsis goes uh, basically it, the, the first story that they they tell kind of ties the whole thing together I guess in, in a little bit so uh, This movie, I think, is about how Halloween traditions were started to protect us from the dark, sinister things that come out at Halloween. Right. And it it says, in fact, in one scene that there's a barrier that gets thinner around this time of year, around Halloween, and the Mm -hmm. malevolent spirits or whatever are able to come into the world for a while, and this is kind of personified by this this creature who wears a Bull's burlap sack in his head. He's like a pumpkin headed child. Kind of his name is Sam, Sam. which I sub- think is a reference to, s- well, what is spelled Sam It's pronounced Sawin, which they actually do say in the uh, movie. Oh, so yeah. it, when you see, you know, it's S A M H E A I N. That's pronounced Sawin in, uh, I think, Gaelic or uh, Irish or something like that. Um, And I know that because, like I said, I really did date a girl who was a Wicca. So remember, I said that? That's That's, That's how I learned that. So. Uh, well, anyway, it's the first scene starts out with a couple who are coming home from a Halloween party. Uh, guy seems to have a lot, of, had a lot better time than his wife did. Right. Uh, she's in what looks like a very uncomfortable and unflattering robot costume. Right. It's uh, Leslie Bibb from the Iron Man movies. Uh huh. So we saw her in a. She's been a couple of things since then, but um, she's actually very attractive. But this robot suit does not make her look that way. No flattering at all. She can't wait to get her costume off, get the Halloween decorations down, despite her husband warning her to leave them up, he's, wait. Well, I guess he doesn't really warn her, he's just, he's like, just leave it till tomorrow, you know, right. and so she starts ripping down the hallway, she blows out the jack-o'-lantern, uh, and he goes into the house, uh, and he comes back out after passing out, and she's been murdered, and is hanging up, like, one of the decorations. And chopped up. Yes, and, uh, so this, this one is very brief, and we see these two wander into, in and out of the, uh, the scenes in the rest of the film, but it kind of sets up the, the whole movie, so... Uh, and we and we see. Uh, I think it's. I don't remember if it's actually implied. Impl- again, I saw this on uh, Android Pad, not my uh, not my big TV. <laughs> sure. But uh, I, I believe we we know that Sam did this. Yes, who's kind of the protective spirit of Halloween in this movie. So yeah,
1: I, I think for easier explanation, I like what you're doing as far as the synopsis because what we'll do is mm-hmm. break down each part of the story. Now, do mm-hmm. you want to talk about it afterwards, or do we yeah, just let's wanna... talk about
0: it now. So okay. this this
1: part, I um, mean. Okay, I, I'm going to preface this by saying there are a lot of homages to John oh, yeah. Carpenter in this. This movie could have been, I heart John Carpenter. Because, yeah. What did you
0: say to me yesterday? You said, uh, <laughs> I heart John Carpenter is what it should have yeah, been. Yeah, I right. heart
1: John Carpenter. Right. Michael Doherty mm-hmm. just he pays so much homage to John Carpenter in almost all of his movies that he's ever directed, in my opinion, from what I've seen. So you point out, are you said that she blew out the the candle to the jack o' lantern? Yeah. That jack-o'-lantern looked almost identical to the opening sequence of halloween
0: sure it did It yeah. was bigger mm-hmm. eyes
1: and you know mm-hmm. it, it, i think it it looked menacing because of the music behind it but it looked exactly the same so to me i got that kind of flutter in my heart of like Ooh, <laughs> halloween <laughs> right you know it was like that homage to it um i love the couple i thought they were great this guy's all excited about halloween she's not you know, she's got this crappy uh, box, going back to the uh, box-built costume.
0: <laughs> yeah, Las right, week. from last week. Yeah. She just painted it, looked
1: like crap, and it was, um, you know, she wasn't having it. Uh, problem I had with it was, you know, okay, turn on this movie, which was their, you know, kind of yeah, hubba-hubba get, movie. Get, get it, was, into it was a pornographic yep. movie. Yeah, right. He ends up falling asleep. <laughs> the most effective jump scare of the movie was there. Yeah, where where Sam jumps out of the one of the sheets and gets her. Yes. And then you see these uh, the trick or treaters walking down and all of a sudden a splatter of blood uh, against the sheets. And then cut scene, husband wakes up, doesn't know where his wife is, goes outside, finds her. Right. And boom, starts the movie. So to me.
0: Credits, the opening credits roll right after that. So, how did you feel about the comic book opening? Because it, it's, yeah, you I know, public. what What was this? That's that's something that I found interesting about the movie, but I didn't think it was done very effectively. Uh, what was the, was it supposed to be like kind of an homage to like Tales from the Crypt and those kind uh, of, uh, what was the deal Creep with that? Show. That's oh, exactly what okay. Creep Show was. Okay, okay. It was a comic book. So, okay, to me, that was yeah. an homage to Creepshow. Show. Okay. I get it now. I see. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what they were trying to do there, I guess. And it just wasn't, um, I, I wasn't getting that, I guess, and, but but yeah, that makes m- much more sense, I guess. I'm just like I said, not, uh, not uh, I watched this on an Android pad, and I wasn't maybe uh, getting the entire effect of the movie out of it. Um, so then we move. So that's a very brief scene that opens the movie. But
1: I, I do want to bring up the very beginning. Uh, yeah. It's an old style, old reel to reel, old style kind of PSA. Type oh thing yeah, about that. yeah. Mm-hmm. That sets up the rules of Halloween.
0: Yeah, it does. Right. You know, mm-hmm. check
1: your candy. Yeah don't go to a stranger's house, Da da da, da, da. Yep. So that, that's how trick or treat sets up. Is yeah. That, true. You know, it's this old style, 50s style reel to reel, you know, it's got the kind of watching in it, it, watching the
0: classroom it, to it yeah, teach you I things. Mean, yeah. To, to me, that was awesome. No, that Good. was, that was cool. Uh huh. Yeah. So the next scene, uh, there's a kid who likes to smash jack-o'-lanterns, someone who I thought was the worst kind of villain when I was a kid. You spend, oh. all, this, spend all this time making a jack-o'-lantern, you know, and then some some kid comes and smashes them, you know. I, you uh, know who that kid was? The,
1: uh, the blonde-haired kid from Bad Santa.
0: Yes, it was. You're right. That's right.
1: And His costume was, this is my stupid costume and orange shirt. That's and right.
0: Like, <laughs> That's right. So he's caught by the principal's school doing this. And then the uh, Mr. Wilkins uh, sits him down, right? He's the principal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he sits him down and talks to him gives him some candy and tells him the story his dad had told him about, uh, and he kind of reiterates the premise of the movie, Mm. that these things are there to protect us, and kind of laments about how people have forgotten that, you know, uh, and don't respect that as much anymore. Then he uh, tells him that there was one more important rule he should have observed. And that was to check his candy. Check the candy, yep. <laughs> so he starts, uh, kid starts projectile vomiting and dies because the uh, candy has been poisoned with cyanide, I believe, right? I,
1: th- I thought, yeah, it was either that or he swallowed a razor blade.
0: Oh, was that what because happened? Because that was a lot okay. of blood. Yeah, that, it, it was, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like chocolate or blood again, I I mean, see because later that. in the movie, and we're jumping ahead a little yeah. bit, later in the movie, you see a razor
1: blade in that same candy bar. Oh, right? is that it Samuels. Yeah, And
0: actually he's got blood on his shirt. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, that's right. So I bet it was a razor blade. So he's projectile bottoming and he dies. Uh the principal takes him into this backyard to bury him, and his curmudgeonly neighbor, played by Brian Cox, Mr. Krieg, interrupts him. So Yeah, they
1: they have that this kind of interaction shut up
0: you know right and he's like what are you doing back there burying bodies (laughs) oh no it's the septic system (laughs) so that's uh that's kind of the second scene i uh i don't know what what else to say about this it kind of sets up uh mr wilkins as like you know you're obviously he's obviously not a very nice guy
1: no no he's he's like you know he's I would say he's more in the antagonist than Sam is because this yeah. guy, this guy's just evil. He is I mean, evil. I mean, yeah, everything about him. Um, you know, he's the principal, so all right. the kids trust him. Yes. So you know, the the, the first kid, the kid that was uh, in Bad Santa. You know, obviously he's just a little punk. He's eating his candy, and then all of a sudden, Razor Blade pukes it all. That was a great scene, by the way. That, <laughs> that, was, that was a great, that was was a lot great of, puking and scene. I cringed a little bit. I was like, ooh. Because <laughs> yep. then it because it got from brown, and it started getting redder and redder. Like right. He ate too much candy, and then the blood started kicking in. <laughs> right. Um, there was already a kid in that open grave. That he oh yeah, that's kid. right. Yeah, you remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. So he pushed it. The, uh, the kid wasn't dead.
0: Oh, that's and right. He then he had, him. he had to kick and him, he,
1: like because Kirk Mr. right. That's right. So it was like like this guy's a serial killer of children. Right and he's he, a he's a principal of a school. <laughs> right. Um the guy's uh Dylan Baker. He's been in a lot of movies. You just don't know his name. Yeah. But man, he was mm-hmm. so good in this. I think he won some sort of uh like like uh, horror award or something like that for supporting actor. Oh, he really he did was a so great job good job in this
0: movie. Yeah, he really was um, was great in it.
1: He has this interaction with his son. Obviously, is he a widow or his wife left him or something? Well,
0: I got the idea. I was wondering about if maybe he had killed her because, uh, yeah, yeah, he was a widow. Yeah. Because he kind of, like, he's annoyed by his son. Yeah, very. And 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 uh, one of the things he says to mock his son is, uh, I wish mom was alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So uh, he's definitely a widow. I got the idea that maybe he... uh, he had murdered her or something like yeah. that I, and there was nothing i i don't think you can really point to but just based on his character alone uh i felt that perhaps that is uh why he was a widow <laughs> yeah
1: well and you find out more later which we won't get to until we get to the other segments yeah. but um he comes back inside uh the kid scares the dad scares the living hell out of him he's got this mask on oh yeah uh-huh. and and he's <laughs> like like he looks at his son <laughs> to me. It looked like he gained a respect for him and then he got annoyed with them. Yes. You know, he was like, oh, that wow, he did that to me. And then he got annoyed and he took him down in the basement. And you're like, because they were talking about carving jack o Yes. So he takes his son to the basement. And grabs the, the, the brand-new knife that he just bought, sharpened and everything, and bam!
0: He, you know, put, well, he, was, puts, he puts his hand on his child's uh, head. On his for, son's head, that's yeah, right. He puts his hand on his kid's and head, and he's, and he's got the knife in his other hand.
1: He's going to kill him.
0: <laughs> <And laughs> no, nope, nope. didn't happen. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, he actually uh, he carved... Uh, into the kid, the kid from Bad Santa, he carved yeah, into him, carved and it that's into, into that's his head. Jack-o-ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: because because his son, and his son is complicit in this. Yeah, because his son said, "Let's carve a scary face this time." Yeah. right? Isn't that what he says? That.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but then then there's that that look of love of like, you know, I'm yep. proud of you, son. <laughs> I'm right. so proud. On the... Like to me, that that was my most favorite part. I mean, to me, yeah. it was just it was short. I mean, the, the interaction because he he gets out, the kid goes trick-or-treating him by himself and he couldn't be more than six no, right yeah he comes back dad i'm back from trick-or-treating Keep your because at this point he's he's burying
0: his, yeah when he was burying that burying the student of his yeah the, the kid is calls him from the window and yeah. says he's
1: dad
0: yep. <laughs> let's carve
1: uh and he talks about going to a um, a parade which we'll get to as well right. i can't i have a date so you can't go and then there, that interaction afterwards right.
0: yep so the uh the oh, next segment one, oh one more thing. go ahead homage time because i wrote a yeah. lot down
1: yeah yeah. the kid his son yeah chucky oh yeah, yeah. overall some shirt. Striped yeah shirt, you're right hair.
0: you're right you're right okay Sorry. i i nice i wrote all these down <laughs> wait, wait a I, I was his name's billy by the way okay nice uh so the next segment a group of trick-or-treaters who's been collecting jack-o'-lanterns uh for unicef, oh, UNICEF. <laughs> <This> <laughs> is what they <laughs> like when it. they come to mr uh, wilkins house that's what they say yeah. uh Then joins up with a girl. They make her out to be an idiot savant is what they call her. Very intelligent. Very intelligent, uh, kind of... uh, Socially awkward. Yeah, right. Her name is Rhonda. Mm -hmm. So she loves to make Halloween decorations. There's like, I don't know, two dozen jack-o'-lanterns in front of her house and all these uh, very elaborate Halloween decorations. Obviously, she likes to make the Halloween decorations. Uh, They take her to a quarry where they tell a local legend about eight special needs children whose parents paid a bus driver to drive them off a cliff when they could not stand them anymore. Uh, So they place jack-o'-lanterns in memoriam. So they go down to this uh, quarry. They have to take like an elevator down into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they place jack-o'-lanterns in memoriam of the children. Then they play a prank on Rhonda where they uh, pretend to be zombies or Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, And then... uh, The leader of this group, and I forget what her name is. Uh, uh, Yeah, I forgot forgot her name. But she kicks one of the uh, jack-o'-lanterns into the uh, water. Mm -hmm. And then the real children who uh, were uh, drowned by this bus driver come out of the quarry and accost them. (laughs) Uh, So Rhonda runs back into the elevator. She's the first one to get in the elevator. And uh, there's a key to get in there uh she's it looks like she's about to hand it over to him and she pushes the up button to go up and leaves him down there with the uh with the children. Yeah. <laughs> so. That one like to me that was the the darkest one. I, I you know I, that's what I I really found that to be sad. It, like that yeah. that bunny girl uh, and, yeah. the, and the and well, the vampire kid trying to drive away it was, yeah, it was it was a sad I I actually made me sad. It was like watching a dog die in a movie or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, it was and it was just like <laughs> they didn't do anything. No, and, right. And the
0: story is is that these
1: parents got so frustrated with their with their children you know, just because they had mental issues. Mm-hmm. And they paid this bus driver mm-hmm. to take care of the situation. So what he did was, is he came to this query and chained them. Yeah. Chained them all down.
0: Into their into the bus, yeah. And
1: gave each one of them a sucker. Okay, here mm-hmm. you go, here you go. And uh, one of the kids breaks free, the, the vampire kid. Yeah. And he drives the bus off into the water. Everybody drowns. And the, the lure was... Um, uh, the bus driver
0: went missing. Right. And nobody he knows. He survived. He was the only survivor. Yeah. Because he was never found. Right. Um, yeah, I found that to be very sad and I, I had a, I don't know. That was like one my, my only problem with this movie. was, it was, it was a little, it was a little hard to see those kids as like these, uh, like like monsters maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, that and and it's being picky and you really can't be like that in a horror movie. But uh, it just it was really sad. Like that bunny, uh, that bunny really struck me. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like? yeah. yeah, you just it's supposed to, get... supposed to be like a creepy bunny uh, mask, but it was like, oh, this is some poor little girl. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's what it t-
1: tied in for me is it's weird that we're thinking the same yeah. thing because it's just a child. Yeah, but associated with like a cute little bunny. You know, right. you don't want to see it, right. like you don't want to see children die. You don't want to see no. animals die. In no, these
0: and and I don't know like, like, I don't have a problem with uh, Chucky or anything like that. And there's, you know, evil children in, in these movies all the time. Brahms the boy is one that I'm, yeah. like, excited about.
1: But, but this one, I, I mean, it really, like, it kind of hit you in the gut. It
0: did. Right? It really was kind of, like, uh, just, it, it, it took me, uh, like, this is a comedy yeah. This is kind of a comedy horror, yeah. and it took me out of that. It made me kind of sad. <laughs> <So> <laughs> well, especially this part was, of the anthology. That, was, really that was, was that was really my only problem with it. it. Was like I have really hard time buying that these uh, special needs children are these like scary villains that are uh, you know gonna come and come out of this water and kill everybody.
1: Parents yeah, are jerks. Yeah, no kids handle it and, exactly. And, and they pay and they pay this this bus driver, and he's like, okay, whatever, we'll do. It. He right. didn't have any thought in his head of like. No, I'm not. Yeah, this do is do wrong. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I don't know.
0: I, I had a little bit of a, a hard time with, with with this particular story, I guess, and that's uh, that was really the only thing that I found troubling about it. But. So,
1: so with the um, uh, the leader girl when she kicks in the the pumpkin and then the real mm-hmm. eight, like I guess the the zombie slash spirits of these kids right. come back. Mm-hmm. Um, the the kid that actually kind of um, kind of likes Rhonda. You know, he does he, the trope. Wait here. And he goes, over. <laughs> and she right. gets in that's the right. elevator and then, you know, and I, I wrote that down. I was like, wait here. I'm like, how many times have we heard that in a movie? <laughs> right. Wait here. Yep. So, yeah, those yeah, kids, uh, the kids that played the prank all died, all four of them. Yep. Um, she gets away. I. It was an interesting scene Uh. that, you know, she puts her pumpkin back into her wagon and she just starts walking home. But she mm-hmm. has an interaction with Sam. Yeah, Sam just looks mm-hmm. at her, you know, yep. just like, yep. okay, yeah, good yeah. seeing you.
0: Well, and, and, you know, I think there's another scene where Sam gives someone a pass. We're going to talk about it in a second here, but... I think she's, you know, uh, she's doing all the things that he he, he wants out of you in, at Halloween. She's decorating for Halloween, you know. All kept the she, pumpkin lit? She kept, yep, kept the pumpkins lit. You know, she left those people down there, but that, I think, you know, they were kind of awful, and they were, uh, you know, making, you know, they I think they tried to they were trying to make fun of her basically and she's kind of a special needs person too oh, yeah. so she's socially know, awkward she's yeah, very intelligent yeah, and just gets yeah. picked on a lot you yeah you, you exactly so, so so uh i don't think he had any problem with what she did no, obviously no, it was pretty all. clear that she was uh one not violating any rules of halloween and he wasn't concerned about anything else she'd done So,
1: and i don't know if you noticed this and here's homage part <laughs> the mm-hmm. school bus story the 1958 plymouth fury Homage okay. to Christine. Oh yeah. Okay. Directed nice. by wow, yeah. John Carpenter. Oh yeah. Nice. Wow. Boom. Yeah. I I I saw all these things and it was. Not... It took me the second time to watch this and just really like put a uh, a critical eye on it and I was yeah. just like oh, and it made me more excited about. Yeah. The that's movie, awesome.
0: So. I I didn't think of that. Uh, okay. So then in the next segment, a girl named Lori and her friends are changing into their Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh girl ends up being dressed as Red Riding Hood. The other girls say she needs to prepare for her first time. as they uh, So they get dates uh, by propositioning, like the guy who's selling them their Halloween costume right. and stuff like that. Uh, so they, they tell her she needs to prepare for her first time because she hasn't had her first Insinuating her being a virgin. Right, right. <laughs> and so then uh, she is accosted by a man uh, dressed as a vampire and yes. is bitten by this guy. Yeah. Uh, the, As you saw
1: this guy earlier in the movie who had bitten another woman Yeah, and she was bloodied and was left for dead in front of a bar.
0: Yes. Yes, that's right. So um, at the bonfire there at the man falls of a tree, the friends unmask him. He turns out to be Mr. Wilkins, the, the principal. principal, which is what made me think that he killed his wife. Yes, because he, you know, he go, he's going around, you know, biting these women, and he had killed that woman, mm-hmm. so it made me think that was that was where his wife, what had ended up with his wife, um, but the girls turn into werewolves and eat him. Yes, <laughs> so her first time is eating someone as a werewolf. I guess.
1: Yeah. The sister said, so, <laughs> the sister said something like, she called her, uh, Anna Paquin plays Lori. Yes. Um, so her sister calls Lori And says, hey, are you on your way? We got a guy here for you. Um, You know, come on over. Um, And and one of the friends says to the sister, says, like, uh, you know, why are you always worried about her? Well, my family always said she was the runt of the litter. (laughs) That's right. They did say that. Yes. So you didn't pick it up. I mean, the first time you watched it, you never would have thought this. But then Little Red Riding Hood, Wolf, come on. Yep. (laughs) Um, This was actually kind of fun. I thought the werewolves looked really cool.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I,
1: were they CG? I think I they must have been. Mm,
0: I, well, again, I watch it on a, a tiny uh, screen, so I can't. I guess I, I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> I,
1: I thought the effectiveness. Not I thought only I, the it look, looked
0: good to me. Yeah, I mean, not I,
1: only yeah. the look, but the 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 moist the moisture uh, on the fur, yeah. like they were peeling off the skin, because they right. basically peeled off their skin. Right. I thought there was some unnecessary nudity in there. They're,
0: well, yeah. But they're, <laughs>
1: they're ripping off their skin. I right. get that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I, I guess you can let that pass. but. Right. It was really cool. I mean, that, yeah, I thought some... it was good
0: transformation. And yeah, I, I, I agree. And I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to tell because like I said, watch this on a tiny screen, but uh, it looked really good to me. I don't, I thought it was practical. It seemed practical to me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I
1: guess I didn't really pay attention to it. I think it was just because there was a lot, there was a lot that I kind of forgot about this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then watching it again, you know, it brought back the memory of, Oh, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm going to go back to the vampire. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Wilkins. Yep. Um, so he's he's the vampire. He's wearing this almost phantom but not phantom of the opera, but it's like a darker mask, right. just showing his fangs and his eyes. Um it ends up um doesn't like she get bit and knock him down and pull his teeth out in their porcelain teeth. Yeah. Because they're not real. So he's right. not a real vampire. Right. Did he fall from the tree or did he get thrown? Like he like fell he fell out he of it. Uh, uh, Lori messed him up because <laughs> that's he, true. he was all that's bruised a... and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that. that's I, true. He might have like got thrown and then fell.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think that that could be right.
1: Yeah, and then Lori comes walking in. She's got this bite on her neck, bleeding because he bit her with these teeth. Yeah, and really drew blood or bit into yep. her. And then all of a sudden, this is my guy right now. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> ready for another homage? <laughs> yeah, Lori.
0: Yeah, that's hollow. That's that's Lori right? Strode. Lori Strode. That's I. I kind of wondered that. And when you when you uh, you know I, when you say all these John Carpenter uh, things, I, I guess that totally makes sense.
1: We still got one more, but I'm going to go back to uh-huh. the the four kids again. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid that was dressed up like a a pirate. Yeah. He had the eye patch on the same eye, and and it was a it was a drawn on yeah, scar with the same uh-huh. scar that snake plissken had in no escape what, from really New York. Oh, wow i
0: didn't catch that at all <laughs> just not on the ball this week at all that that's awesome I didn't, that I didn't was think fun that. I, you're totally right though yeah you're 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 right that, that <laughs> i love that, movie that, by that uh, <laughs> i yeah um it was much better than its sequel that's for sure <laughs> it's <laughs> still much better than escape from la uh all right then we go back in time to when wilkins is uh dealing with the dead child vandal that he's Mm -hmm. uh, killed with candy. Uh, Krieg uh, is scaring children to get their candy. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Sam sees this, uh, the, The burlap sack guy.
1: I guess antagonist.
0: Yeah. Kind of the spirit. I think he's the amoral spirit of Halloween. He really doesn't. He's keeping the. How about uh, the anti-hero? You know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's very much an anti-hero. So Sam breaks into Krieg's house. He attacks Krieg. Mm -hmm. Candy bar lands in Krieg's lap. Sam takes it. Mm -hmm. He's apparently satisfied with his offering and he goes away. So, you know, giving candy. That's why you give candy these ghouls and stuff that show up to your house. Right, so they go away. Right, exactly. So, so he's following the rules of Halloween. Sam goes away. Then uh at the end of this, we see pictures on Krieg's fireplace that show him to be the bus driver. Missing bus driver. He was the missing bo- bus driver. So he drove all these kids into the uh into the lake. And then the final scene uh shows kind of a wrap-up. Krieg goes outside and he watches like uh, most of the characters from the other stories go by, like uh Rhonda goes by with her. All
1: I... across the street. So yeah, yeah at the beginning yeah. of the movie, this this the truck or, or or the suv with the four girls that are werewolves yeah have to stop real quick because Rhonda's walking in front mm-hmm. with her wagon with her <laughs> <laughs> with her jack-o'-lantern <laughs> yep. the pair the uh the the couple is coming home krieg's looking outside sam's out there so all of this have, has tied it tied in together right. in a nice neat little bow
0: exactly <laughs> um
1: i want to go back to the krieg scene um, yeah they also brought back of when there was that interaction with um dylan baker and krieg where he's like what the heck is going oh, on yeah. out there and yeah, yeah, like, burying right. the bodies mm-hmm. so that that scene comes back but from krieg's perspective yeah um <laughs> dylan baker throws a a, a a finger one of the like uh, of the at, dead at kids, the dog yeah. at the dog and the dog's <laughs> right. just gnawing on it so he brings him back inside um sam sneaks in and at some point, like in their fight, oh, by the way, the the Achilles tendon cut. Oh yes, that yeah, That always makes me cringe, and <laughs> yes. that was done so well. But he was able to walk around just fo- or just <laughs> hobble around. I, I mean, he would be on the yeah. Floor I think he'd be on day. the floor. For that. <laughs> um, so that was a great fight scene. It was a great reveal. It was a great twist that Krieg was actually the bus driver for these kids that, you know, that drowned or, or that died. So mm-hmm. that, that was really cool. I love the way they wrapped that up. Yep. Um, Greg <laughs> has a shotgun, um, and shoots Sam. And all it, this was really cool too. The the pumpkin guts and seeds are flying everywhere. That's, yep. <laughs> um, so he was a he was a pumpkin boy. Uh, that that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was. At some point, doesn't he bite that? There's this big giant lollipop he bites into a sickle and isn't he about ready to stab him or is it yeah the, and the that's candy?
0: the that's the because he stuffs that into the uh, lady the lady at the beginning her her mouth that's oh that's right when that's she's right. underneath that sheet he stuffs that into into her mouth yeah so he so, ends up trying
1: to stab craig with that yeah leslie um, bibbs mouth yeah. yeah uh but it goes into the candy bar so that's his offering right there so yes, then he ends up right, leaving right um <laughs> Here's so homage is, time. You ready for this? You, yeah. Brian Cox says the phrase, "You've got to be effing kidding me." When hit when uh, Sam's hand regenerates because his yeah. hand gets blown off too. Yes. But it regenerates and just goes back on. Homage to 1982,
0: The Thing. Oh, really? When yeah. Kurt, okay. Kurt
1: Russell says that.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so
1: this
0: is, yeah. <laughs> this is all about love
1: film. This is all about
0: loving John Carpenter. Yeah.
1: Oh boy. Um yeah, I think we hit this plenty. Is there anything we missed? So
0: well then uh, yeah, I don't think we mentioned that uh the final scene there's a knock at Krieg's door. Oh he yeah, answers yeah. it and it's all the children from the from the Boston. Yeah, it's the it's eight the kids, spirit. they come back, they're they come zombies back. slash. And spirits. the end of the movie he's uh basically dismembered by it. Yeah. <laughs> so they get their revenge on him and, and he gets his uh what he deserves for, for what he's done. Right. So
1: I would say overall, this movie just ties. Like I said before, it just ties up in a nice, neat little bow. Yep. The way everything tied in together. I mean, the anthology is done perfectly. Yeah, yeah I, there's there's a lot of issues with it. Um, I, I thought there's the, a lot
0: of issues with it. I just right, well, yeah, I there, there were some. I I yeah.
1: didn't really like the look of Sam because okay. his face is revealed. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean, it could have been better. I mean, maybe more menacing. Yeah. But it was almost kind of cute, like you see in a cartoon <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, I love the werewolves. I thought
0: that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I thought they looked great, too. Um
1: other than that, I don't really have a whole lot. Of- yeah, you know,
0: really, the only thing that I really—I think this is a fun movie. Oh, sure. It's a—it's funny. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, a great. It really evokes Halloween, like I like. You know, you know how much I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's a lot of great uh, Halloween scenes in here, and it, it's really a, a fun movie to watch at Halloween time. Right. It, it's just that that whole notion of these poor special children being. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, killed in this bus that just kind of shocked me out of that. And I felt really sad about it. But so. it, I, I
1: think with the next, the next part of the anthology, it brings you right back.
0: I mean, yeah, and, and, and I, I don't know that I felt like, uh, like Krieg really got what he did He didn't get enough at the end. I mean, it's like, maybe we should go kill these parents too. Who did this. Well, like, and if you want to look
1: philosophically <laughs> at it, he did. He spent his whole life alone. You know,
0: I, I suppose he,
1: he was that. a, he, he must've had COPD or something. Cause he was wheezing a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, you know, I think Sam left, maybe it wasn't the offering, but that he knew that he was going to get his or something like that. So, sure. so if he's the spirit
0: of Halloween, yeah. he, he knew
1: what was going to happen. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's
0: it. But it mean, was really I, the only problem I had with the movie is is that uh, as villains, or I don't know if you call them villains or whatever, but as scary monsters, uh, special needs children just don't,
1: no, <laughs> don't no. really do it for No, me, no, no I get that. I, I understand. I mean, a, to me, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it bothered me. The, that's
0: the a only thing, and and that bunny. Uh, I know that bunny suit was supposed. It's supposed to be like the uh, Donnie Darko scary bunny or whatever. But it was just kind. Of, it was kind of cute, and you it, know. I was like, it's a little girl in there. And yes. So I felt bad about it, yeah. but uh, other than that, uh, this is this is a great movie. I recommend you you check it out. It's it's a great Halloween movie. This, this is a
1: must watch. This, for it Halloween.
0: is. It's a great movie to watch at Halloween, yeah. and uh, and I really I do enjoy it. I'm curious of what you're going to give this. So I think I'd give it a three and a half. Actually, it's probably one of the better anthologies that uh, one of the better ho- horror anthologies that are out there. Actually,
1: I really liked. All the homages. I thought they were very, uh, very kind. By the way they did it, they didn't mm-hmm. force it down your throat. Yeah. It was all in the background, or, or just that little shot of it. That if you're not watching closely, you're you're not going to pick up on it. Um, that felt really good to me because it, it was just the transitions of that. I love the way it tied up at the very end. And I tell you, the aesthetics of this was fantastic. Yeah, because it was a late. Fall Halloween Day in mm-hmm. the Midwest because it was a fictional town in Ohio. But you see them; they're kind of bundled up, and you see their breath, and you're, you're just like, the aesthetic of, it, uh, of this was great.
0: It, it was; it was great. You had That's a
1: lot. Right. You had mm-hmm. a lot of leaves falling. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. they wanted to make sure you know this is fall. A lot of <laughs> yeah. leaves falling.
0: I'm going to stand at a four. Really? Oh, yeah, okay, and it five. deserves that. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. With, I don't, I don't disagree with you there.
1: I mean, if I was going to go with anthologies, my favorite was by far VHS Two.
0: Okay. Know, a lot of fun mm-hmm. with that one. That was a great this
1: movie. This one, and then the original VHS. So, you know, as mm-hmm. far as, yeah, this is a much must-watch for Halloween. Yeah, I think it's at, a great
0: movie to watch at Halloween. I, I watch it, I think I have watched it every year for the, since, I, since I first saw it. And, and I saw it, I didn't see it until I think uh, probably 20, I had just watched it when we talked. Now, we talked about a, a, the other day about this, Yeah, that this was kind of the movie that, that we uh, bonded on as yeah. far as It the, is this is stories. absolutely
1: how the idea of the Horror you podcast started.
0: It, it was cuz we were talking about horror like movies and I had, I had just watched Trick or Treat I think mm-hmm. and I told you that and you were like oh I love that I love horror movies and mm-hmm. so that's how we kind of uh, Yeah I you know got to know each other as horror fans yeah, like exactly. came out to each other as horror fans. That's so. exactly right. Yeah, 2013 <laughs> is when I saw it. I was in Washington yeah. state.
1: Uh it had come out in 2000 I thought something interesting, too, about this movie. Mm-hmm. It was made in 2007, was supposed to come out, but I guess Saw 4 was coming out, and there was a couple other horror movies oh, really? right around okay. that time, so they pushed they put it on the shelf for another two years because okay. the Saw franchise was so successful at that yeah. point. But, man, <laughs> this is a fun movie. It is! I mean, this is it's you great. will have a lot of fun with this. Uh, we are going to wrap up Shocktober with the 80s classic, Night, night of the, of the demons. demons oh yes. my goodness i am so looking forward to this <laughs> me too we we know we know how the people in the 80s are, although this is kind of transitioning into the 90s sort of kind of
0: yeah well 88 is still pretty rooted in the, in the 80s there so, they didn't get really what, what do you call the 80s the the rapy yeah <laughs> I, I, it it does have that problem with a lot of the horror
1: movies so. i haven't seen this one in a long long time so i'm i'm curious to see it again we're going to kick off november with Finally, we get to watch it, Andy. M- yes. Midsummer. Midsummer.
0: Looking forward to that one, too.
1: Uh, the Furies, a Shudder exclusive, which looks it's really cool. Fantastic. Man. Andy's going to make me watch this awesome movie called Killer Workout. What's the other name for it? Aerobicide. Uh, Aerobicide. A- aerobic a-
0: aerobic <laughs> Uh then we want to talk down. about the eighties. There was like this jazzer thing yeah. that happened in the eighties, and that's that's where that came from. So. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is in right. one of those movies. Yes, she oh, is. Oh perfect. Right? It's called Perfect. Yes, she yeah. is. That's right. Um, this is the horror version of that, I guess.
1: We go to Halloween. Um mm-hmm. I've never heard of this movie, but Oh, you know, you're gonna love Thanks it. Killing. Thanks killing, man. Our, yes. our buddy uh, Bob <laughs> over at Straight Chill and Pop Cast um blood rage it's a jacksonville oh yeah it's jacksonville one yeah and then we mm-hmm. get into santa's sleighs looking forward to all of it absolutely <laughs> all and, right anyway did we miss anything oh don't forget to rate and review us on whatever format you're listening to the podcast whether it's itunes whether it's uh uh i'm drawing a blank spotify
0: yep. Um stitcher wherever you listen to us yeah
1: rate and yep. review we want more people to get their ears onto this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Horophoria podcast. We will talk to you next Friday.